copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. San Rafael police calling all cars, attention all cars. Be on the lookout for a gang of housebreakers known to be operating in San Rafael. Further details to follow. Something has got to break up. 
This gang of hoodlums that have been breaking in houses around here. There's another robbery last night. I've been working on that gang for some time now, Chief, and they're a tough bunch to track. As a matter of fact, I've got a good idea who's behind them, but so far there's no proof. Nothing concrete. Well, it's up to somebody to get through. The citizens and taxpayers are beginning to get sore about it. I've been thinking over an idea that might work, Chief. It's the only way I can see to get them with the evidence. Maybe it'd work if I could have some help. What is it? Well, I've been watching a fellow by the name of Peronini. Sam Peronini. He's a Portuguese. A night watchman. And I've got a hunch that he's the bird that's engineering all these jobs. What makes you think that? Well, in the first place, he knows his way around this town. Been here for some time. And in the second place, he hangs around with a bunch of pretty shady-looking birds. Well, what is this plan you were talking about? Just this. If I could have someone to go with me, I could get some old clothes and let my beard grow and try to get in with a gang. And that way, I'd have positive evidence. That's pretty risky, doesn't follow how do you know they wouldn't recognize you? I don't, but I'm pretty sure I could get away with it for a while. All right. Here's what we'll do. You officially leave town tonight for a business trip. Only you don't really leave. Tonight about 10 o'clock, you come over to my house and we'll dope this thing out. You mean you're going to work with me? Exactly. We'll try this plan of yours and see what happens. Got any old clothes? I think I can dig them up. Good. I'll round up some of my own and we'll go to work. From tonight on, Holland, there are two less policemen in San Rafael and two more tramps in the freight yard. Pursuing this convenient plan, Chief Payne leaves word that both he and Holland will be out of town for a few days. Then that night, he and Holland leave his home, change into old clothes, even a fire of makeup to complete their transformation. An hour later, as the 1120 Eureka Night train pans into the little San Rafael station, two disreputable hobos swing from the last car and stand talking in the shadow of a side-track space car. Well, so far, so good. Anybody watching that entrance to town would think we were just a couple of the boys. I feel dirty enough to be a thumb. Hope I look like you. Don't worry, you do. As a matter of fact, if I saw you coming down the street and I was in uniform, I'd put in jail on Baghdad. Well, we can't stand here all night. Let's go over to the taxi stand by the station and see if the drivers recognize us. If we can get by them, we're a stink. Right, let's go. Wonder if we can bum a cup of coffee. I could stand one after that train ride. Even though it was only a few blocks. Hmm, how'd you like to be a real hobo and do this all the time? No, thanks. I'm afraid I couldn't take it. Well, here's the test. There's one of the boys in front of his cab now. He knows me by size. Come on. What are you going to say to him? Ask him for a flop or something. Watch him. <laughs> say, buddy, uh, where's the guy liable to find a flop house in this town? Me and my friend here just got in. We're dead tired. Well, they don't come for that, buddy. This place don't run no free hotels for fun, yet. Unless maybe you'd like to wait us the turn, huh? No, no thanks. Maybe we made a mistake stopping here. Come on, Al, let's do it. Okay. And thanks, buddy. Oh, so much of it, buddy. Must have a good police department here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, he didn't know you. Now what do we do? There's a place around the corner up here where Paranini hangs out. It's a sort of a dive. Maybe we could mosey in there and get an ear for him. I don't think we both ought to go in. I'll go in and you stick around in the near vicinity and see what happens. And if something does happen? Well, just use your own judgment. And it better be good. Okay. Let's park something here, then. 
I'll meet you up at the next corner in 15 minutes. Right. Good luck. Thanks. Same to you. What do you want? I want to come in. Who sent you? Eddie, down at the pool hall, told me I'd get a drink here. I just got in town today. Uh, all right. Come in. Thanks. It's kind of cold out there. Yeah. Where'd you make good hot bodies here? I thought I might take a crack at one. I don't like to let strangers in here unless there was somebody I know. I guess it's all right. Come on into the bar. Thanks. Hey, you got a nice day out here. Yeah. In order what you want to come on. Right. What'll it be, buddy? Make it a hot toddy. A hot toddy. Come up. Say, bartender, maybe you can tell me something. Maybe. I just flew in town today, and I was told to look up a fellow here. I think his name is Paranini. What about him? Hmm, nothing about him. I only thought maybe you could tell me if he was here tonight, that's all. I know a mutual friend of his from out of town. Yeah, he's here. Over there at that table. Hey, am I lucky? I wouldn't bother him right now, though. He's talking business, and he don't like to be bothered when he's busy. Is that right? Well, maybe I'd better wait a while, huh? I don't want to get him sore. That's a good idea, buddy. Here's your hot toddy. Well, boy, that looks good to me. 30 cents. Huh? Oh, sure. <laughs> Almost forgot. That's funny. That's the money a minute ago. Hey, what is this? I can't seem to find my dough. Must have lost it somewhere. But I can get some from my friend at the pool hall. Oh, you can get it from your friend at the pool hall, can you? Well, this ain't no food drink establishment. Come on, walk over. I haven't got any money with me, I tell you. I'll have to go and get some. Hey, Joe, come over here and help this fellow out, will you? There isn't any trouble. I just found out that I'd lost some money somewhere, that's all. I told this gentleman that I'd get some if he'd let me go downtown for a minute. I don't think you've got a damn your name. Help him out, Joe. The back way. Oh, pleasure. Come on, buddy. This way. Oh, wait a minute. There's no reason to get tough about 30 cents. That's what. It ain't the money. It's the principle of it. Listen, I'll walk out of here, but you're not going to talk. Oh, what do you call this? <laughs> Hurled to the pavement, Pete King lies unconscious on the sidewalk until a passing pedestrian sees him and turns in a call to the police department. And a few minutes later, two officers arrive in the patrol wagon to pick up the supposed drunk. Here he is, Carl. Come on and give me a hand with him. Yeah, looks like a tramp. Probably been drinking tea and eat or something. Yeah. All right. Oh, hello. All right. He's a heavy one, Oh, yeah. Uh, in the wagon now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tom. Have to come back with him. Let's go home. Right. Oh. Hmm. Now, take it easy, old boy. You're going to get a nice rest in the day now. Everything's going to be all right. Yeah, in the name of all of it. Hey, wait a minute. What's going on here? Is there help? Uh, no, he's waking up, that's all.
tell you all about this later. Meanwhile, I don't want you to say anything about it to anyone. Make out your report and simply state the plan. The call, found a man on the sidewalk, and gave him medical aid, and then released him. Yes, your own satisfaction, I'll tell you this much. Paula and I are working on a job here in town, and we don't want anybody to know who we are. That's why the disguise. Uh, I never have to surprise from the last. You, you could have knocked me over with a, a bridge girder. Good. Wait a minute. Here's where I want to get off. Pull up here, Sergeant Woodard. Yes. Remember, not a word to anyone about this. That's important. Right, you won't surrender that. Good. Well, thanks for the ride. The first one I've ever had in the rear end of our patrol wagon. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Bidding the bewildered officers goodbye, Chief Payne returns to the corner and meets Holland, and together they return to the police house, where they each fasten heavy packs on their back, hobo fashion, one with blankets in it, the other with a small scrub machine gun. Thus, prepared for any emergency, they proceed to a lumber yard next to Fernandez's house and make their beds between two piles of wood, where they can watch. All the rest of that night, the two officers keep a sharp watch on the activities of the Bernini house. In the early hours of the morning, they managed to get close enough to overhear what sounds like a large panel sliding back from heavy objects being moved. But due to the thick blinds on the windows, they can see nothing within. They learn, however, that something is being planned for the following night. So next season, in an old borrowed car, and still dressed in that old clothes, he came out to Holloway pull up in the shadows a half block away from the house and wait for things to happen. Yes, it's the same one I saw the other day. I wonder what they're up to. Well, it didn't have long to wait. Here comes someone out of the house now. It's Serenade. And here come the rest of them. What the devil are they carrying? I can't see. It's too far away. Well, anyway, what's the devil might have connection? They're loading the stuff into the car. Quiet. I can't see what they do. We don't want to drop them suspicious of these poor other ones. They're leaving. Okay, let's go. Plenty of distance, fellow. I will. Hey, those birds are in an awful hurry wherever they're going. And they're spotted this and trying to ditch it. Don't let them. Don't worry. I won't lose them if it's humanly possible not to. Just one to the left, that next corner. Get around it before they have a chance to duck in an alley or something. I'm doing the best I can with it. Very gentle, fellow. There's something on a hook. Come on, 
My father just just breathed over at that time, see? I'm not breathing. Well, give him time to get out of sight. It may play more tricks, and I don't want that nervous fingered bird with a 45 to satisfy his in on my head. Neither, Keith. I sure thought we were goners then. There we go around the corner. You want shot? No, wait a minute. I got a hunch. Sit tight and give them a little time. Yeah, but they'll give us a slip if we give them much more time. Better that than a couple of lead slugs in the back. Oh, quite good, you see. Wait a minute. Jump down and look at those. Yeah, but... Yeah. I thought they might do that. They drove around the block and came back to make sure. Boy, am I glad you thought of that. Come on, get this thing started. I think we can follow them safely enough now, just as long as we don't get too close. Okay. What do you suppose they're headed for? There's nothing up in this deserted canyon? I don't know. Keep your eyes glued to that tail light and stop the second they start to slow up. I hope they make up their minds pretty soon. This thing hasn't too much gas in it. Watch it. I think it's stop it. Cut off the motor. They're getting out of the car. Chief, look, they're carrying rifles. You're right, Harlan. What the deuce are you supposed to Look, they're passing a spotlight up the side of that hill. What's that? Of a dirty trench, they're shooting deer, using a spotlight to blind them and then blast them. I'd like to take a crack at them right now. Oh, a pretty dirty thing to do. Great fortune. Thank you. They're carrying the deer to the car. Oh, just this time we're out of luck. Let's get back to town and call it a night. We haven't anything concrete yet, but I'm dead sure this is a bunch we want, and we're going to get them if we have to follow them from here to the South Pole. out on Terranini's house, but there is no sign of life. The next night, however, they have better luck when they manage to trace the gang to the San Rafael Yacht Harbor. From the shadow of a boathouse, they observe two of the men working on a yacht, anchored just off the pier. The officers creep slowly out onto the pier. What do you suppose they're doing out here? A little rum running? I don't know, but I sure wish we could get them with a good. I'm getting tired of spending my nights playing cops and robbers. Let's try to get closer. Maybe can hear what they're saying. One of those fellas is the bird that wanted to use his gun on us the other night. I hope he doesn't spot us. Hold on a minute. They're looking over here. I was afraid of it. If they start anything, try to get under cover without shooting. You don't want to come out in the open yet. They're really giving us the once over, Steve. I don't like the looks of it. Nothing. They're coming over to the wharf in the rowboat. Come on, let's get out of here. No. Let's see what they do. Maybe they haven't recognized it, and they're just coming at you off for something else. They're getting tired of hiding anyway. I don't know in a minute. Get the gun ready, Holland. There may be a little action. Don't worry. I have my hand on it right this minute. Hey, you guys. What are you looking for? Oh, just looking around. Nothing in particular. Well, this is a private pier. We don't want any visitors hanging around. First time I ever knew it was private. This pier belongs to the city. Listen, wise guy. I said it was private, I mean, but I said... That's fair. Watch it, Holland. He's got a gun in his pocket. Don't worry. 
Sorry, right, but we're not going anywhere. Oh, yes? <coughs> Did he get you, Hollow? No, miss. I think you might go over the side of the pier and get a shot at them. Getting so foggy, you can't see anything out here. Yeah, I can hear them in the boat out there, but you can't see anything. What do we do now? Stick around and see what happens. Listen, it's a squad car. Yeah. I think that's not. Come on, we don't want the boys to know what's up. We might spoil all the work we've done. Do you think we can make our own car? I think so. Come on. <laughs> Headquarters for reinforcements, the two officers start preparing the house. The 
Suddenly, when they were several blocks away, they see flames breaking out in the small bungalow. As they pull to the stop in front of the burning house, Jackson rushes out, jumps into the car, parks in front, and drives away in the direction of Perrineen. Letting him go, the officers do what they can to control the blaze until the fire department arrives, and then proceeds to the gang's hideout. Arriving there, they meet officers Kelly and Thorne. Just beginning to wonder what happened to you, Chief. We ran into a little fire back here all the way. But my eyes are getting bad. The lad who shut it is one of his gangs. There's just one more thing we can turn on. Arson. Right. Then let's get this over with. Kelly, you and Thor take the front door. See if you can get in without letting on who you are. Holland and I'll wait in the back until we hear you get in. Then we'll bust in and meet you halfway. Okay, Chief. Good luck, boy. Same to you, Chief. We'll see you inside. Right. Come on, Howard. Round the back. If we can get through the back door while they're talking to the boys at the front, we ought to be able to surprise them. Now, Paul, quiet now. Tell you what we can do. Someone talking to them, but they can't make out what they're saying. Tell you the doors should be at the front pretty soon. And then now, get set to go through this back door as soon as we hear them talking. Yes. confidential file so that we may give you these two crime dramas. 
and who further show their confidence by selecting Rio Grande Crack gasoline over all others to power their emergency cars. If you want to know why Rio Grande gets so many contracts from the West, biggest cities and counties, ask your Rio Grande dealer for a free copy of the latest issue of the Calling All Cars News, which explains for the first time the secret of Rio Grande's famous patented cracking process. An exclusive refining method which gives this unusable gasoline many features suggested by no other brand. You get a lot of interesting things every time you drive into a Rio Grande city. An interesting free publication. Some free police money which you can exchange for free gifts for boys and girls. And you also get a top-grade motor oil. Guaranteed to contain no useless bulky filler. No wax. No worthless petroleum jelly. Sinclair motor oils in cans at 25 cents and 30 cents a quart have created a sensation in the oil industry by offering what is unquestionably the best motor oil money can buy.